Welcome back to episode 36 of the Lim Room Chat podcast. It's been two and a half months since our last, last episode. Oh my God. Can't say, can't speak. I'm not used to this anymore. <laughs> two and a half months since our last episode. Yeah, it feels like forever, especially since we've done one in here. Uh, I've, yeah. cha- I've changed the room around since you came here, you know, because obviously the sofa's a bit further forward. and sofa's gone back. Yeah. Which means your TV has just shrunk. Yeah. And so, it's a big TV. It's like I, 60 inches. Like, well, I'm always saying to people, the easiest way to upgrade your telly is to just move your sofa closer. Yeah, there so you go. There instantly you go. increases your screen. So, episode 36, the first of 2024, and we're mid-February already. Like, yeah. it's a little, like, as, we're not, like, professional podcast hosts, but I think it's pretty lame that it's taken us this time. But we've had a lot of shit going on, haven't we? A lot's been going on. I don't want. I don't want us to beat ourselves up. No. We set the target of doing forty episodes last year. Failed miserably. Well, I wouldn't say we failed. We got to thirty-five. That's like I'm taking that. Okay, but we still we didn't make. We didn't hit our target. So let's just draw a line under that. Twenty twenty-three was a year where we've learned what to do, and what not to do. It was an ambitious amount of podcasts, anyway. I reckon we make it a hundred this year. I no. Feel, I feel, <laughs> that's, I, no, that's, you can tell cool. by my face. Yeah, no, it's a joke. failure. I think if we get to fifty, we can smash out about fifteen episodes. Yeah, I that's think easy. That's, that's less. That's and like, sometimes less is more. You know. Yeah, and we shortened them halfway through the year, didn't we? As well, because we were we, doing like hours at the start, and yeah, then we switched we down to twenty minutes. Yeah. Although I feel like we both need the free therapy. Yeah, I feel like we've just talked about it um, before we've hit record. Like actually. We've had a lot going on in our personal lives and business lives, and it's just, I don't know, I feel like if we'd been there for each other, chatting, it would have made things not quite as bad or as gloomy. Because I'm going to sound off against, that's the problem. Like, talk yeah. about my problems. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm always moaning but to anyone who will listen, but there this is go. a good forum for getting it all out, you know? There we go, there we go. So, should we talk, should we start, we may as well start with a bit of a state agency. Yeah, okay. So we talk about how the year started, what our views on the way yeah. the year's going. Yeah, okay. I think I realised coming into this year how difficult last year was. Because only looking back, you yeah. sort of realise that, oh, actually, that was quite a tough year. It was, with mortgage rates all over the place, buyer yeah. uncertainty, just a return to a normal market, where you yeah. actually had to work to sell properties. You couldn't just stick it online and have 15 inquiries come in and sell it on the weekend. It just... It still happened on a few occasions, but not as frequently as before. No, I feel like it was just a, it was a, it was a difficult market. Like we had to work again to sell properties, and everything just felt tough. Yeah. And buyers were kind of like, I don't know if I want to buy now. I don't Indecisive. Know if I want to wait. There wasn't got, that excitement. Buyers got so many splinters, just sitting on fences, didn't they? Yeah. Sat Shall we buy? Shall we year. not buy? Oh, I've. Ri- Second viewed it, I love it, absolutely perfect. Gonna give it another month though and see what happens. Oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm still getting that now. That said, you know, deals got done, people got moved. Yeah. I think there's, I think that difficult market is kind of, hopefully we'll get back to a bit more of an easier market this year. I think stable, I've said to everyone who's I've been out to see this year, it's just a, it seems just stable, like interest, and they're still high for mortgage rates, but they're, you know, they're going up and down at the moment, aren't they? Literally weekly. But they're like, they found their place, like 4 and 5% seems reasonable to people now. Yeah, it seems fairly steady at that level too, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. We'll see. I think 2025 is going to be the next year where prices start to go up. Yeah. But why are you going to wait till 2025? 
same, to make the move. It's the same as we've always said, isn't it? Like, if it's right for you at the right time, then go for it. Like, what's the point of waiting? Which brings me round to my house, which I've now moved out yes. of. Yes. So that's there'll be no more living room chats in my living room in Shinfield. It's done. We should have had a last episode. We didn't know the last episode we did thirty-five was. In fact, the last episode of Matt's Gaff. I'm happy we've got episodes episodes at my old property, though, because then I can look back on them and be like, oh, I remember Fond memories. Yeah. The chats, the laughs. And so to, to the point about moving, you know, I agreed that sale when interest rates were spiking up again. Yeah. Got a price I was happy with. Sale went through just before Christmas. and Must have been a massive there. relief to get that done. Yeah, you know, because right up until the last minute, you think you're just waiting for something to go wrong, aren't you? Yeah. Really, because we all know until the contract's exchanged, <laughs> yeah. someone can turn around and be like, no. Nope. Yeah, exactly. And I've, I've experienced that in January, trust me. That's yeah. how my year started, yeah. just firefighting. I've had so many, like, issues out of my control, like chains collapsing and sales falling through, buyers just messing around. Just, yeah, it's just frustrating, really. Like, really, and it's kind of put us our backs against the wall. Like, mm. 2023 for us was, I'd call it a relative success in terms of completed business. Like, I was actually, like, a hit, we had a target of hitting a certain amount, and we hit it just, but we did, mm -hmm. which was good. And look, taking the pipeline into what I've done this year, I was expecting to be, like, rocking and rolling by now, but just not happened. It's we've tough, had, isn't it? We've had one exchange and two completions with six weeks in. Mm. Like, I should have had seven properties complete by now. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, been, it's been tough. So, yeah, it is what it is, though. Take the good with the rough and smooth, don't you? So. I mean, we've said before, time never moves faster as when you're self employed. Oh, no, <laughs> it's like already it. we're six weeks into the year. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? And we're obviously reaching our year end because our year end's about similar time, isn't it? Yeah, well, mine's end of December, actually. So is, just, oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, is it? So you've mm. just done your final returns? Uh, so I'll do that in April. Right, okay. Yeah. So my year end actually matches. So my year ends 30th of March. Ah, uh, okay, that's quite, quite nice, good. Yeah. So I can like literally get the year end, and obviously, obviously, tax returns are done at the same sort of time. Yeah, I'd still. I'm going to try and understand my what my accountant does this year. <laughs> you know, I I kind of get it, but I don't get like when I need to pay. I just wait until I meet my accountant in April. Yeah, and we do the business one, which ends in December, and then we do my. Personal. You pay your accountant monthly, or you? Uh, yeah. See, mine's a bit different. He, so I have one bill for him when he submits the um, self-assessment tax return for Lauren and I mm -hmm. and also the business accounts. Mm -hmm. And he sends through one bill for all of that in April, May time, mm. and pay it once. But then throughout the year, I can just call him or text him at any time and he just gives me the answers to what I need. Yeah, I think mine just sends me one invoice a year and I just pay it monthly. Oh, I see. Fine, yeah. okay. Yeah, I've had a little, I had a little sub-account in... Um, on Starling for money for the accounting. Yeah. It's got zero in it. <laughs> Just waiting for that May bill. Oh, hopefully get some exchanges through by then. So Yeah, I mean, May's a, May's a while off. We've got, you've got time to... Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There so. we go. There we go. I think for this, um, to kind of bring it back to the pods, like I think for this year, got to kind of focus in on what we actually know and what we talk about. I know we talk a lot about estate agency and a lot of other stuff to go into it, but mm. I feel like agency and the stories behind agency is what, what people want, what people understand. Yeah, like. I think if we loosely base it on agency. Yeah. And then we can meander off from time to time. One thing I really want to do, though, I messaged you obviously a couple of days ago, but the um, a couple of the comments on our semi-viral TikTok that had 25,000 views, 
they're still getting comments in. Oh, about the boiler? Yeah. Oh, I forgot so to I feel, look, actually. Yeah. I feel like, well, don't look yeah. now. I feel like in for another TikTok reel, we should film it while we're here and go back on it and actually record a response to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we're still alive, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because that was my boiler being serviced. Yeah, it was. It's it? good fun. It's good fun. But I think it's good. Like, you know, we get we're getting there now. We've had a couple of um, decent hits on TikTok and YouTube. I think we're up to like forty thousand views now, which is which is pretty cool. I notice um, some of our random chats. People are like, "Oh, good content, bro." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. But, but they, then, they're missing the whole context of it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you able to listen to the whole thing to actually get get good at it. Well, I've had a few people message me and say, "Oh, when's the next pod?" I don't know, you've got a few fans. Oh, yeah, we've got a couple of fans, yeah. I have to keep, I have to remind them when it comes out now, though. Oh, we're back. The thing is, it should come up when they, you know, like and subscribe. When it comes up, it'll come up, say, a new episode out for the Living Room Chat podcast. And YouTube will be like, where have these guys been? Yeah. And we're back in business. But no, no, it's good, it's good. And we'll try and get into a routine with it. Um, I think bi-weekly yeah. probably is, like, we're, now we're, we're a lot busier now than we used to be. In fact, it's more you than me. I'm always like 9.30 Friday morning, I'm still game. But you're like, oh, I've got this, I've got that, I've got yeah, life. I've been all over the place. And you've got a lot going on. The next next couple of months are going to get even tougher for you with uh, yeah. imminent arrival of a uh, little barrel. It's, it's weeks away, even days away. I mean, two weeks early isn't a big deal, is it? So she could be here any second. Literally, yeah. Mate, keep your phone on you. Well, it's hey. there, isn't it? So in case you get a call. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll wait, we'll finish the podcast off. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. So yeah. taking bets on... How long she'll be in labour for, when the baby will arrive, how much it will weigh and how long the baby will be. How long? Le- That's that yeah. thing? Yeah, in length apparently. How long do you think the average newborn is? 32 centimetres. I said 30 centimetres. Apparently it's more like 50. What? That's massive. Nah, it can't be, surely not. Well, I suppose if you stretch them out, because they're kind of like all cuddled up, aren't they, normally? Yeah, but like even then, up. it's like... Like 50 centimetres, that's like you're, you're a good chunk of the way to being fully grown already. You've only <laughs> popped out of the womb. That's like come up to knee height, that is. Yeah. Like a quarter of the way to being full size. So I've guessed 40 centimetres because 50 just seems odd. Mate, sorry, very, very, very off topic here. Um, I bought some new running trainers. <laughs> no, it's gonna, it's gonna, no, it's going to come back in. It's going to come back in. It's a very quick one. Um, they've got quite, I've got had a few problems. I've started running again because I'm running the Reading Half Marathon in a couple oh, of yeah. months. Um, I started getting like numb feet and bad calves. I think my, I just overrun my previous shoes. They're done. Anyway, brought ones with like some quite a big foamy heel. Mm-hmm. Mate, it's put like an inch on my height. I'm like solid six foot one now. Does it feel good? Mate, I was only wearing for running. I was like wearing them out, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah. I just bossing around like six foot one. I'm not like the man around here. Next thing you're wearing stilettos. Yeah, out mate, it's a, it's a real thing. Back to babies. That's why I was, that's, that was my segue. You, know, you see right, what okay. I'm saying? It wasn't, yeah, the... it wasn't 100%. Random. It was a size related. It was a size related yeah. comment. Yeah, fair. Anyway, there we go. Good um, stuff. Yeah, so that could happen any minute. And it's just, it's been a crazy start to the year. When I think about my life, looking at it from the outside, I'm like, yeah, I could see myself having a breakdown about now. But I think <laughs> I'm okay. I think I'm all right. Good. A baby coming in, business stuff the going business on. Business is good. Like, money's coming in. I think that's, I think that money doesn't solve everything. No. But if you've got, plenty of cash in the bank and you know you're going to be paid for the next four or five months it does it does help like you can i feel like you can yeah. deal with problems much more pragmatically 
when you yeah. haven't got finance to worry. Does that make sense? It, it does. People say, oh, money doesn't buy happiness, but you can kind of pay your way through. And like, I don't, mm. I don't have. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Roll in the cash with yeah. your funky new coat. I also think you just get to new levels yeah. of, of whatever you've got coming. So I got to the end of last year and I, again, I felt I spent all Christmas with the family saying how great the business was, how good, how yeah. good everything felt. The, the bank balance was slightly below where I wanted it to be at Christmas, but the exchanges in January took it up and I was like, okay, I'm where I want to be. And then um, I just feel like no matter what the number is, you know, there's new anxieties and things to worry about because, you know, what I would have felt as a comfortable number last year, yeah. I've now got a kid. Yeah, so you've got extra. So I'm now getting life it. insurance and all this other stuff. And it's like, you know, it just, it just changes, which is natural, I suppose. I think, you, I think from, from us, we've kind of paid ourselves on the, not the bread, I mean, like the boohoo us, like we're bringing quite a lot of cash in each month, but our outgoings are so high. Yeah. I know we've, I think we talked about this before. I just feel like we've just been keeping our head above water. And now we just need to like, I feel like an extra £500 a month, we'd be like, that's all we need. That's like the additional yeah. bit of spending that we can actually enjoy ourselves. But we yeah. haven't, that, that's only taken us up to like five grand a month. And we're like, well, that's a lot of money. And we're trying to fund two yeah. salaries. But I think you're probably quite typical of someone who's come from a well-played employed job. Yeah. And you've got the lifestyle. Yeah, and you can't just instantly turn it off. You can't stop yeah. paying the mortgage and stop, you know, give your cars back and stop paying yeah. the cars. And it's very hard to go back. Yeah. But I, I can see that. Whereas, yeah, so I think you're probably quite typical of that, as is yeah. Matt business partner man. precisely that which leads me nicely on to a segue i know we'll keep this episode sort of relatively short as an intro don't worry we're going to be back it. in two and a half months with episode 37 <laughs> um got a call for you missus uh no 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 calls nothing at all actually okay, no clients want me no sellers no buyers so segue in from cars and p- paying for cars obviously i'll let you into a little point that why we sat here and not in your office or somewhere else is because we're down to a, we're just saving the environment you know, we're a one-car household, which is electric. We're just there for the environment, but not out of choice. So let me tell you about the shit that yeah, went down with Lauren's car last week. I don't care now because it's gone, so I'm just going to be completely honest. Right. Ready? I think I'm ready. So, um, Lauren's car has been making noises for a few months. Just quickly, what is Lauren's car? How old? Was, Lauren how had old a 2018 Kia Sportage. Okay. G Sport, GT Sport, GT, like the top of the range, Sportage, nice car. Yeah. You know, just a decent family vehicle. Yeah. And, and we've had no problems with it. It's been absolutely perfect on the dot every time. 45,000 miles it had, past tense because you don't have it anymore. Spoiler alert for the end of the story. Um, 45,000 miles. And a few things have developed over the last probably six months. Brakes were making a bit of a squealing noise. Engines started making this odd, weird, like, I will call it a rattle, but it wasn't. It was like a tick-tack rattle. Okay. That sort of yeah, noise. Yeah. It shouldn't be making it. Steering was a bit weird. And I've Googled all these common problems with Kia Sportage and I'm like, right, engine's got a problem, steering's got a problem, blah, blah, blah. Great. Okay, that's no problem at all. We haven't, I say we, it's collective responsibility. Yes, it was Lauren's car, but I'm the bloke. That's not misogynist. I should have just kept an eye on it. We had it serviced way back in March 2021. Three years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago, yeah. So Lauren and Lauren was always like, no, it doesn't matter. We only service it every two years or every 
uh, up to 40,000, every 20,000 miles. So I'm like, I was like, oh, cool, okay, well, as long as it's all good, no problem at all. My friend Matt Barrow always said, just change the oil, it'll be fine. We didn't even do that. So the car was making this horrible noise, and I was like, I'm just going to do a blokey thing and pop the bonnet. And obviously, you pop the bonnet, and you know, God, an engine there. A few wires there, a few bits here. Let me just check. The, oh, wait. The reservoir for coolant and um, antifreeze, empty. Like, not even a speck in there. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, I better check the oil. Popped out the oil thing. Clean it up, put the oil clean. Oh, my God. Literally, the tight, like, it has high and low, and then there's a little bit at the bottom, and now that bit was covered. I was like, oh, no. Well, you're driving me mad with this story. Sorry. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit embarrassing, to be fair. But anyway, so filled up with oil, filled up with antifreeze, bang. It was already booked in for a service for Kia, so I called Kia and said, just to let you know, brakes are definitely going to need doing, so if you can yeah. price that out for me with the service. And also, got a little noise in the engine, and a bit, the steering's a bit off, so can you just check all those things for me? Yeah, yeah, no problem at all. Um, Mr. Bloomfield, do you know that you haven't had it service for the last three years? So I was like, yes. He goes, well, fortunately, that does void your warranty. The Kia seven-year warranty that they talk about. Is prime, but if you don't get it serviced every year, it voids the lot. So they said, so because you're out of warranty, we want £150 to check the engine and £150 to, uh, to check the steering. Brakes are 600 It's a five-year service, 500 So all in all, my little service that was going to cost me 300 quid has now turned into already, before we even start, £1,500 bill. So I was like, oh, fuck's sake. All right, and bear in mind we're selling, we were going to sell the car at the end of March when our PCP was up. So we had, just had to get it through its service, get an MOT, and then bang, gone. Yeah. Took it to Kia, oh, I'll speed the story up now. Took it to Kia, um, checked it in, she goes, yeah, we'll do everything, blah, 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 blah. Called up, saying the brakes need doing. I was like, yep, yeah, told you that already. Brakes get done. Um, Pads or discs, or both? Both, Yeah. front and back. Okay. It was fucked. Yeah. Like, it was literally metal to metal, squealing as you brake. <laughs> That wasn't the tyres, that was the brakes. <laughs> um, she calls me in a tizzy, about an hour later. I won't do the accent because that's really rude, but her name, oh, no, I won't even tell her name. The lady at reception in Kia and Reading. She phoned me up and said, I'm really sorry, we've drained the engine of oil and there's a severe noise coming from the engine. I was like, cool. Not cool. Yeah, what, what, yeah okay, cool. Appreciate you telling me the issue. Let's, let's now talk about the solution here. And she said, so we can strip it down for you, but it does need a full strip down so we can assess the problem. It's about 18 hours of labour. I was like, right, that doesn't sound cheap. So I was like, how much is that? She goes, probably about two grand. I was like, right, two grand to check if there's a, the, what the problem is, and that's not the solution. She goes, yes. I was like, right, don't do that. So she, she goes and gets the lead technician to come and speak to me, old Jacob. Hello, Mr. Bloomfield. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's ha, ha, this very common problem with Kia. If, if they're not regularly serviced, they cause these issues. And I won't bore you with the details of what it was. But anyway, the engine all comes in parts. And if one thing fails, it all fails. And if they yeah. strip it out, they can't replace it. They have to replace like for like. Mm -hmm. They've had a couple of the same things happen on the same Kia Sportage. He said to me, it's going to be between 12 and 15 grand to fix the engine. I was like, you what? 12 to 15,000 pounds to fix the engine. I said, the fucking car's only worth 16 grand. Cool, what do we do here then? So, what do you think I did? Well, you know what I did. But it was just like, 
I couldn't believe it. I put the phone down. She's like, what do you want me to do? I was like, just don't touch the car. I'll call you back. And just sat there. And I was like, oh, man, I need a podcast now to talk to Matt. <laughs> yeah. Because my head was just like, I felt like the whole world was imploding because we've suddenly, we've got finance on the car. So we've lost, we'll lose all of that. We've got to pay that. We're going to lose the car. It's going to be worth nothing. And we're still going to have to pay the finance and buy a new car. We're, like, we're fucked. We ain't got 20 grand lying around to sort this shit out. So what does a problem-solving Ryan Bluefield do? So I called Laura, and she was at, um, at the shops, and she caught, came back, and then we just sat there, kind of just, we had a little cuddle. Not that sort of cuddle, mate. It wasn't that sort of day. But um, <laughs> just, like, a little breather. Oh, bless her. Was she sweet about it? She no, was... she was she was gutted as well. Like, we both were. We just sat there in the office just thinking, we didn't talk for about 20 minutes. Just like, what do we do? Mm. So we came up with some solutions. First solution was ask here, Will they buy it back off us, clear the finance, and then they can fix it because I think they could probably fix it cheaper and then resell it. That was our option one. What was their reply? No, fuck off. No, they ever gave us a price. Oh, okay. They offered two grand for the car. <laughs> I, Sorry. I, I said to my man, James, Sorry, I said I to them, I won't say his name, I said to the rep, I was like, mate, like, I'm not being funny. It's obviously a very, I'm sure you can appreciate it. it's quite a difficult situation for us to deal with at the moment. Like, cars are cars, but it's a lot of money we're talking here. You should have just called me back. Like, we're not going to sell it to you for two grand, are we? So you should have just called back and said, look, I'm really sorry, we can't help you. We'd love to be able to do it, but it's just not going to be financially viable rather than mugging me off of an actual price. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say that to him. That's what I wanted to say. Um, so the second option was get the car, fill back up with oil, go and we buy any car, see what they do and just pray, pray that it, they, they, they take it. So we checked it out, 12 and a half grand. Well, it's lost a lot of money, but still, but it's better than a kick in the nuts. So did that booked an appointment for them at 20 past six on a Thursday evening it was. And that was the plan. Option three was to buy a second-hand engine from eBay, which was about 1,700 pounds, pay someone to fit said engine into the car, which was about two grand. And then that would hopefully then, we still need to get the brakes service, MOT done, but hopefully then we'd have a car that works that we could actually sell. That yeah. was the third option. Thankfully, we didn't reach option three. So, went to We Buy Any Car. The guy was there, really flustered. There was loads of people queuing to sell their cars to We Buy Any Car. Right. They literally buy any car. Yeah, wow. So the say. Say, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, really good setup though. Went round. He checked the logbook. Um, had all the details there. Gave us all the paperwork to bring. Checked the service record. He goes, Ah, oh, you missed a couple of services. Do you know your, vor your warranty's void? I went, No. <laughs> Is it? And then I said. Well, actually, you find Kia's only got a five-year warranty on the engine, so I've just topped the oil up myself. He's like, oh, okay. Not technically a lie, I suppose, if you had <laughs> yeah. topped the oil well, I did top it up, like, two weeks before. And I was like, cool, anyway, it is what it is. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to deduct some money for that. I was like, all right, fair enough. Um, and that was it. Didn't drive it. Walked around the car. Started up. I mean, it started okay. It ran okay. No mm. problem at all. Tires were all good. Everything was perfect. All clean and tidy. It was £12,600, the price they'd given us. I think it docked it down to like 11,800 and then their fees came off. So we walked away with, well, they paid the finance off, which was about nine grand. So we walked away with about three, well, 2,700 pounds in our back pocket. And we got back in my beautiful Mini, it's got no problems. And we just drove out of Morrison's in Whitley and just pulled on down the road. We didn't say anything, we just massive smiles on our faces. And we're like, I was like, how the fuck we just pulled that off? Like, what is going on? 
it was just the, I can't express the feelings I had, the deep dark depths of the anxiety and, oh, we're in a dark place at one o'clock in the afternoon. And at seven o'clock in the evening, we're literally the happiest bunnies in the world. And that is the end of my beautiful story. I just want to say I'm really pleased for you that it's all worked out. Thank you. I'm, I'm, all, I'm annoyed at you for not having it serviced for four years, especially after our car chat with my brother and yeah. all of that conversation. Yeah, yeah, good point. But You, you know, said you never get your car serviced, you just get oil and filters changed. If you'd have changed the oil in your Kia, you wouldn't have had this problem. Yeah, but the warranty would still have been avoided. Yeah, true, but you wouldn't have had a fucked engine. Yeah, good point. But lessons cause, learned because that's all I've done in my Audi. So your your six year old car, and I, I'm not I'm not trying to be a dick. And yeah, I, mate, I told be you a so. dick if you want because it's gone now, and I I'm you know I take what you yeah. say. So this is an opportunity for you and the listeners to. Yeah. to and, and I'm I'm not mechanic, right? Let me say that. But I've always had well, nothing at all about cars. Well, know. all me and all, we're, I'm, I don't come from a new car family, right? So so my car out there has got 165,000 miles on it. It's 18 years old. <laughs> Your six-year-old car with forty-five thousand miles on it has died. Has died. died. So, so clearly, I'm doing something you're not doing. Which yeah. Is, well, Audi, Kia. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I've had, I've yeah, I've had, I had a Renault which got one hundred and fifty thousand miles. I've had a Peugeot one hundred and twenty. Um, my dad's got a Kia one hundred and fifty. My brother's got an Audi which is on two hundred and five. So you okay, fine. So you get in the gist and you never get a service. You just no, go in. We always get it. Just get the oil and the filter changed. Every year? Um, uh, every five to 10,000 miles. It will never go more than 10,000 miles without having the oil drained and replenished and the filter. Interesting. Which is really cheap. Yeah. Because oil's like 30 quid, filters and fiver. You could probably learn to do that yourself, can't you? I could do, but... I suppose just messing it up, going under the engine, dropping yeah, it out and taking yeah, it out. Okay, fair I enough. could figure it out, but, but it, it's like 100 quid every year. And then that just, that just means the engine's being looked after. Yeah. When anything else that breaks, like car people will, again, just give me shit for this on TikTok. Anything else in the car that breaks can be fixed. <laughs> Apart from your cam belt. If your cam belt snaps, you're fucked. You don't yeah. want your cam belt to snap. No. So make sure your cam belt's all right. Change your oil. Anything else that breaks can just be replaced. So what you're saying is the ultimate guide to car maintenance is just get the oil and filter changed up to 10, 000, every 10,000 miles yeah. and everything else will be fine. Yeah. Great. Don't, don't rev a cold engine. No. Don't go too quickly over speed bumps. And <laughs> it'll be fine. Fair enough. Because people, people I, honestly, I see it all the time. People in a brand new car go up to a speed bump as if it's not even fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> and then wonder why the shock absorbers give out and have to be replaced every yeah. six months. There so, we go. So, you know, I'm glad you're out of it. Thank you. Firstly, Thank I think you. there's lessons here for, for everyone to learn. Life is a lesson. It's all one all big lesson. All the time. Lesson. And sometimes you get more lessons in the day than in the other day. And that day we learned a lot of lessons. So Lauren's new car arrives on the 29th of uh, February. Leap day. I was wondering if um, I was wondering if that was real or if I just because I offered I offered you my car didn't I the other day and you were like no 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 Lauren's got a car oh no did yeah. you oh yeah you did yeah not, that's not very driving your piece of shit man yeah yeah I was like mate you haven't had the oil change in like <laughs> nine thousand miles <laughs> not all those miles on it um, yeah we've got Lauren's so we've got a lease actually just leased it for two years and she's okay. already put in a diary the service for next year good and my car's all right here we go so my car is supposed to be serviced every two years. Yeah. Because it's electric. Mm -hmm. 
But should I just get it serviced anyway? Well, but what they yeah, do, they, I mean, they I just mean, check the brakes and change the pollen filler. They yeah. charge me 400 quid for it. Ouch. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, again, I'm not a mechanic. I know nothing about electric cars or internal combustion oh, engine cars, enough. really. But I just know you need that in a, in a car, you need that lubricant going around. <laughs> Yeah, mate, I need to make sure the screen wash is topped up and that's about it of mine. But there we go. Anyway. Well, let's round it off. There, yeah, I think that'll be, that's a good little intro episode back in. Just kind of set the scene for what we're going to try to achieve this year. Then we'll set our target for 50, 50 plus. I think for me, I just really want to grow our, the reach because I feel like we're giving valuable stuff out to people. And a lot of people see it, which is great. We've got, you know, listeners now. And there's one in Azerbaijan recently. Did you see that? Cool. Yeah, yeah, all over the place. There. We're kind yeah. of across yeah. Europe. We've got people in America listening to us. Even if it is just for thirty seconds, it still comes up on our on our numbers, which is great. That's what we do. Pretty it for. cool, that, isn't it? I also think it's a good place for people to get an honest answer. Yeah, about property stuff. Yeah. So I think if you've listened to the end of this, fantastic, thank you. But please do like, comment, or send us messages on what you want us to discuss because we're happy to rant about anything we can talk about solicitors to surveyors we can talk about shit buyers to good buyers we can talk about anything anything we can talk about yeah no limits it's the internet we can do what we want precisely free that. country man but i feel like reels is going to be the game changer we're going to move that forward with youtube shorts and tiktok to build our presence and give more wonderful stuff out to people and we're still searching for a sponsor please someone <laughs> no, anyone joking. we're not that big um we're well, we're, where is this? this is, so this is 36. Yep. We'll see you guys in 37. Yep. Catch you in the next one. Thanks all.